This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Thank you for joining me today as we continue our series looking at the plagues from Exodus. Last time we looked at the second plague with the frogs and God versus the God of Hecht. Today we're looking at the third and fourth plague, God versus a God of Seth, as we look at the lice, and then God versus the God Kepra, as we look at the uh, plague of the flies, uh, the swarming flies, I believe. So let's begin first by looking at Exodus chapter 8, verses 16 through 19, as we look at this third plague, the plague of the lice. And as we begin here looking at verse 16, the Bible says, So the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Stretch out your rod, and strike the dust of the land, so that it may become lice, throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so, for Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod, and struck the dust of the earth, and it became lice on man and beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. Now the, now the magicians so worked with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there were lice on man and beast. Looking at verse 19, the Bible says, And the magicians said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them, just as the Lord had said. As we look here in this third plague, we find this plague of lice. First thing we want to notice is that up to this point, the first two plagues, the, the magicians, and magicians are famously known for being able to perform what we call a sleight of hand and various illusions. And they were unable to replicate, or at least make it as pure as they could, these lice. You notice in verses 16 through 19 that the dust is pictured as becoming lice. In verse 17, all the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. But the magicians could not bring forth lice, verse 18. Now, we think about this plague, we want to think about God versus the false god Seth. The use of an expression about the finger of God, as we find in verse 19, was related to the god Seth. Seth had fought against Horus for, for world domination. They wanted to rule the earth. The finger of Seth was the expression for this fight over power and rule. The same type of expression was also used for other Egyptian gods, such as Thoth, who fought against the sun god Ra, who we'll talk about later. When the Egyptian priests said it was the finger of God, they were admitting that the one true God was most powerful and had dominion over the earth. The plague of lice was also against the Egyptians' priesthood itself. The ancient historian Herodias tells us that the Egyptian priests shaped their bodies every day, or excuse me, every other day, <clears throat> to prevent lice and other impure things from adhering to their bodies. They bathed twice every day in cold water and twice each night. You wonder how they how they bathed when the water had been turned into blood. Uh, no doubt another problem. When the lice continually, with the lice continually upon them, the Egyptian priests would not have been able to pure to be pure for their service to their so-called gods. This would also be a way of God, of the one true God, showing them that He was more powerful than their false gods. <clears throat> And no doubt it is interesting that, to note, as we mentioned already, that the magicians are not able to pull off any trickery or enchantment here to try and, quote, duplicate what God had done. They seemed to admit defeat by saying it was the finger of God. And the second plague, and the last one we want to look at today, is the uh, fourth plague. And as we look at Exodus chapter 8, this time picking up in verse 20. Here the Bible says, And the Lord said to Moses, Rise early in the morning, and stand before Pharaoh as he comes out to the water. 
Then say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on, on you and on your servants, on your people and into your houses. The houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies, and also the ground on which they stand. In that day I will set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there, in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. I will make a difference between my people and your people. Tomorrow this sign shall be. And the Lord did so. Thick swarms of flies came into the house of Pharaoh, into his servants' houses, into all the land of Egypt. The land was corrupted because of the swarms of flies. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, It is not right to do so, for we would be sacrificing the abomination of the, of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. If we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes, then they will not stone. Then will they not stone us? We will go three days' journey into the wilderness, and sacrifice to the Lord our God, as he will command us. So Pharaoh said, I will let you go, that you may sacrifice the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far away. Intercede for me. So as you look here in Exodus chapter 8, 20 through 28, we have this fourth plague. And this plague was aimed at the Egyptian god Kephra, spelled K-H-E-P-E-R-A. And Kephra was represented as a beetle-headed human. He was worshipped as the god of resurrection, rising from the dead to go to heaven. The plague was also against another part of the Egyptians' religious belief. They believed that flies were involved in the process of getting to heaven. They wore ornaments of human-headed flies. These were supposed to help them get to heaven. And their Book of the Dead gives honor to the bird who, who was supposed to be able to bring a man to heaven. The flies would also make the Egyptians impure for the religious service. The word for swarms can mean all kinds or mixture. In Psalm 78.45, we, we are told that diverse sorts came upon them. This means all kinds of flies probably includes the dogfly, which is common there. The dogfly bites any exposed skin and is painful. The bite usually swells and hurts. The horsefly would also be included. It has a very painful bite. It is very probable that the beetles included in the word used for fly. The ancient historian Josephus said that they were, said that they were included. But notice Pharaoh's response. In Exodus chapter chapter 8, beginning in verse 28, as we just read a moment ago, he tells them not to go far away and intercede for him. Verse 29, Then Moses said, Indeed, I, will, I am going out from you, and I will entreat the Lord that the swarms of flies may not depart, or may depart, rather, from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. Well, let Pharaoh not deal deceitfully anymore, anymore and, and not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. He removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh and from his servants and from his people. No one, not one remained. But Pharaoh, hard as hard at this time also, neither would he let the people go. It's interesting we notice here in verse 28, what does Pharaoh do? He actually says, intercede for me. But Pharaoh, as we know, would not let God's people go. But it's also important to notice that during this plague, that God also makes a separation. Not only was Pharaoh's heart continually going to be hard, and God was no doubt using this as our opportunity to bring his people out, as the Bible says, with a mighty hand. But also notice, as you back up here, looking at, um, let me find it here. 
if you look here, we find the gummings, the, the difference between between Egypt and between uh, others. We find, as we look at verse 22, here it is. And that day I will set apart the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be in there, in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. I will make a difference between my people and your people. How hard is it to keep flies out of a certain area? You know, if it's a larger animal, you can just tie them down, but a fly. And he says, there will not be any flies, he says there, in the land of Goshen, which my people dwell. His people will not be affected by this. Only, as he says here in verse 22, only your people, referring to Pharaoh's people. Verse 23, I will make a difference between my people and your people. Friends, as we continue to look at these plagues, we find that God once again shows his power, and by using these plagues, shows his power over these false gods. He makes a mockery of them, and in doing so, he shows those individuals and us still today that there is only one true God, the God of the Bible. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.